You're listening to the Version 5 Podcast. We are five women sharing our individual journeys while changing the narrative in our community. Our mission is to create a sense of belonging through love, acceptance, and a whole lot of realness. Join us for authentic conversations on real topics for real life. You're sounding amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Hi, and welcome to our first episode of Version 5. We are a community of five individuals with five different journeys who want to share our stories in an effort to help women feel inspired and know that you are not alone. Why a podcast? We are constantly searching for inspiration and creative freedom, and for people who lift us spiritually, emotionally, and challenge us to be higher versions of ourselves. In having roundtable discussions, we realize the impact of having a group of women who are relatable, who want to encourage love, light, and positivity, but also realize the realities and struggles of real life. We are sharing five versions of real life. So here we are on our first podcast. So what is real life? (laughs) Who are we? And why a podcast? Mm. Lynette. <laughs> should we go around the table and just say who who we are? Absolutely, we should. Yeah. Counterclockwise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lynette, and I'm a photographer. And? That, and, uh, You're also producing this podcast. I'm <laughs> also trying to record this podcast right now. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> it's going okay. <laughs> Amazing. My name is Annette. I am a hairstylist and artist, and yeah, I, um, I'm a stepmom to two teenage boys, and that's, uh, that's what it is. I'm Kelsey, and I am a mental health nurse. I am also a fiber artisan, which is just a fancy term for I like to knit. I have two beautiful baby girls, and that's pretty much me in a nutshell. I'm Raylynn, and I am a model, and I have a lifestyle blog, and I'm also a mom of three boys, two of which are twins. And a wife. And a wife. And a wife. Hi, I am Nancy. I am a makeup artist and beauty expert, and I own a company called Made Beauty Company. Um, I also speak sometimes and do segments and speak about beauty sometimes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, And why a podcast, everybody? Why are we here? We are here because we are five women from all walks of life with a ton of different life experiences that other people can relate to. Mm-hmm. And we want to be your friend. And we really want to be your friend. <laughs> be our friend. We do. We do. <laughs> yeah. So what brings us here? What do we want to talk about today? Why did we decide to come together and create this amazing podcast for people to tune in? What do we want to do for them? We want to create a sense of belonging. Mm-hmm. You know, we all... We all have our own individual journeys, and we all have struggles. We all have, you know, real life syndrome. That's just yeah. <laughs> <Everything>. real life. <laughs> yeah. So I think just to be able to chat about things in a mm-hmm. raw, open form, and I think a podcast speaks truth. Yeah, it speaks truth. truth. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I think a podcast is great for that. Um, it's it's, it's something empowerment too. I think. Yeah. Right. We want to empower our listeners. You don't have to be just one thing. We are all more than one thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, just embrace it and go with it. And sometimes you have to take some risks. And also being confident in who you are. 
even when we were just in, like saying who we are, mm-hmm. there was, it was like a hesitancy in me of saying, this is what I am mm-hmm. because who am I? And so I think that we as women all have that bit of a struggle. Or you forget. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I didn't mention I'm a wife. Yeah. I'm a, I'm mm-hmm. a wife too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. I'm a, I'm a wife and a mom. And what did I do? Encouraged you to say it and forgot it myself. Right. right? Yeah. But yeah. you and almost forget I all of the roles. didn't even mention that I'm getting married in a month and a half. Yay. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So again, like so many different um, walks and so many different experiences that we're going to be here to present to everybody. And we just want you guys to be able to connect with our podcast and connect to each individual, um, maybe some more than others, some stories more than others, maybe some journeys more than others. But the reality is, is that we're here to support and to love and to encourage everybody to start sharing what real life is to help us walk the journey with a little bit more confidence at the end of the day. So what do we want to tell everybody about what this group is all about? What do we want to talk about today on our first podcast? going to go straight. I'm just going to say it out loud. We're just going to walk straight into body image. Okay. All right. So the first thing that we're going to talk about today is body image. What is body image? How do we become individuals who look in the mirror and love what they see? How do we step into the day and feel beautiful? In today's episode, we are going to discuss the sensitive topic of self-confidence and body image. So what is body image to you? Body image is feeling comfortable in your own skin, which is a really hard thing to do because we're constantly comparing ourselves to everybody on social media. Everything's very curated. Everything's looking very perfect. Mm -hmm. You know, you need a certain size, you need a certain color. It's just everything, everything, everything. And uh, it becomes a little overwhelming. And I think when you're constantly in that mindset, it becomes difficult to see the positives in yourself. So... I really want to start changing the narrative and how we view ourselves and how we encourage each other to view yourselves. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and also just being okay with your own uniqueness and difference, mm-hmm. because I think that's what make people makes people so beautiful mm-hmm. is that they are different from one another. Because yes. if you're constantly trying to fit into this cookie, cookie cutter image, it's just not going to happen because we're all so different. And so mm-hmm. to embrace that and know that about yourself and realize like this difference is what makes me beautiful. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. And the thing is, is that with all of this um, adjusting that actually happens on social media, everything is so, um, what's the word? Everything is so incredibly Photoshopped, like to the point where you don't even realize how Photoshopped mm-hmm. it is. And you're like, wait a minute, that girl's butt does not look like that at all. <laughs> and meanwhile, you're trying to get there and it's like, well, it's not even realistic. It's not attainable. Yeah. Like a girl in a bathing suit usually has cellulite. And the fact that we don't see it the majority of the time and we, when we do see it, it's like suddenly it's an ugly thing. How do we start to see ourselves in a positive light when everybody is throwing out the negative, when you do actually show yourself, right? I also feel like we are so quick to accept all of these quote-unquote flaws, which I don't believe are actually flaws, but I'll get into that, um, about other people. We feel like, oh, cellulite on her, that looks fine. Good for her for embracing her body. She looks great. I wish I had that confidence. Like, you know, we are so good at uplifting other people, yet we're so hard on ourselves, right? We make such a, a good effort to try to include everybody and, and uplift others. 
but like I said, we're our own worst enemies. And so we're sitting here talking about being comfortable in your own skin. Well, I can tell you right now, I'm not always comfortable in my own skin. Mm-hmm. Oh, for not at sure. all. Two for babies sure. later. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> and we're so scared to get caught yeah. saying something positive about ourselves, right? Absolutely. So I actually know a girl that says, um, her name is actually Julie Michaud. And the first thing she'll say to you just, just as a conversation starter is, do you know what I like about myself? And she'll come to you with the biggest smile and you're just like, I kind of dig this, you know, like, yeah, tell me what you like about yourself. And she brings it in a way that is positive and uh, uplifting. And so you feel like in that conversation, you can say, actually, kind of dig my lips or whatever you're feeling in the moment, right? I think the thing about that, though, is for me to come up to you and say, hey, Nancy, you know what I like about myself? Mm -hmm. I would feel so vain. Mm -hmm. I would never do that. So vain. But we do that to each other. We walk up and I love your hair today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 But why are you doing that? Why can't we encourage each other to say, look what I like about myself? Mm -hmm. Right? I I think it's okay to do that, but I think there's a certain way to do it that doesn't sound like you're full. Well, yeah, like yeah. you're full of yourself. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. For sure. For sure. But it's a way to get the conversation started, right? True. Yeah. Although on the flip side, I do know people who are, you know what I like about myself? Oh, yes. And then you're like, ah, that's nice. Yeah. It just, you just don't want to engage in that conversation yeah. because it comes from a different place. Very heart. different place. Yeah, absolutely. That totally makes sense. Yeah. But I think it's, it, it's with the whole body image and these conversations, our thoughts, our words that we say are very important. And the more that we think certain thoughts, the more that we start to change how we feel about ourselves. Yeah. And that's a huge journey. We're all on that journey. No, none of us are comfortable a hundred percent in our skin, but it's getting there. Mm-hmm. And yes. we're starting to yeah. change our thoughts. You mentioned something you said, our thoughts are like our clothes. We mm-hmm. choose we choose our clothes. Yeah, we choose our thoughts. And we like choose we choose our, our thoughts. Yeah, yeah, like we choose our clothes. Yeah. But I also think a huge part of that is yes, what are you thinking about yourself? But also, what are you taking on from what other people are saying to you? Mm-hmm. Because I know from my industry, I've been told to my face that I'm not good enough in a mul- multiple different ways. And so it's easy to then take that on and be like, oh, right, I'm not good enough there. And to start manifesting that so that every time I think about that part of my body, I think about all the negative comments and then add to it from my own thought pattern, right? So for all the people like myself who look at you as a muse, I use you as a muse. I often get to do your makeup. I often get to focus on your image and use you as a face I want um, to, to be able to paint on and use as my canvas telling you all the time how incredible you are. And not only are you physically beautiful, your soul is beautiful. And even that, all of those reminders of how amazing you are, these comments of not being good enough are the ones that actually sit in your mind. Oh yeah. And I think that would be for anyone, right? Right. You could be told a hundred times that you're beautiful, but it's that one time that someone picks on your nose or says your hips are too big that you're going to discredit what people say to you because you're like, Oh, but you didn't look at this area of me. So why don't we change that? How can we change that? Because we all know that realistically in the community, we're, we're all struggling. I bet you right now we could say five things we didn't like about ourselves. Oh, absolutely. What did I bring up before though? We were talking about say five things you love about yourself and everybody got stressed out about even having to say it within this group just to have conversation starters, right? So why, why is that? Why can't we get past that? And why in community can we not start talking about ourselves in a completely different light? 
I think part of it is you have to believe it about yourself. You can't just say it without believing it. And this just reminds me when I, I had a period in my life where I was really struggling with the way I looked. And my grandma said to me, you need to look in the mirror after you have a shower when you're absolutely naked and look at yourself and say, I am beautiful three times. Do that every day. Three times. And in the beginning, I was looking at myself in the mirror. I felt so stupid. Mm -hmm. I was like, seriously, grandma? But I love her, right? So I'm going to do what she told me to. And it was amazing. The change just in my own thought pattern was like, heck yeah, I'm beautiful. Mm -hmm. Is that where I started at the beginning thinking, this is so dumb. I'm not, but I'm going to say it. But just saying it out loud to myself helped me actually believe it. That's interesting. That's really interesting. And I feel like my idea of a body image um, has changed drastically since I've had kids, which is funny because I feel more negatively about my own self sometimes after having children, you know, your battle scars Mm -hmm. and whatever. But on the flip side, you're like, I have two baby girls and what do I want them to grow up thinking, right? I want to set a great example. I want them to feel beautiful no matter what. I don't want them taking anything to heart that some little boy or girl says to them on the playground or whatever, right? So we're trying so hard to change that. Mm -hmm. But still, like I'm saying, I'm struggling personally because my body has changed so much Mm -hmm. and it's hard for me to embrace that but you're trying to put on this facade for your children because you don't want them to see you like that, right? But we need to be celebrating exactly the yeah. ability for you to be able to carry those that's, babies. That's something that you and, need to work on every day. And your body changes. You're, you're growing. Your hips are shifting. Like I, I've said a million times, the one thing that I always felt super confident about was my waistline. I didn't have to work hard on it. Super slim. I was super lucky. It was genetically um, an amazing thing for me. Worked at it a little bit and I would end up with abs. And then here I had a baby and my hips ended up like four inches higher. Well, should I now look at myself and, and hate my body for that? Or be like, oh my God, I was able to have this one child. Right. And why are we, why are we, so, so willing to look at those battle wounds, as you said, and stretch marks and the boobs are maybe in a different place now than they used to be. Why are we so willing to look at them and look down on that instead of saying, holy moly, this body is my temple and look what it was able to do. And it healed from that. Like how incredible is that? So looking at it in that way instead, right? Like even when we're exercising, what happens to our bodies, how remarkable it is, how much they can change and how powerful they can be. So instead, I'm like, oh, my thighs are getting bigger. I really hate this. My jeans don't fit the same way. Instead of saying, holy moly, look at my thighs. They're super awesome. And look at how strong they are. Instead, we're all stressed out about what size jean we're in. Well, think about all of the magazines. When you're standing in front of, you know, waiting to pay for your groceries and you see, you were talking about pregnancy. Mm-hmm. You see all these pregnant women, but the things the magazines are saying on the front cover is how they lost all this weight one week after they had their baby or, oh my goodness, she has a little belly. Is she pregnant? So we're just constantly infiltrated with all the negatives when that should be what's beautiful. Exactly. When the real reason she's actually lost all that weight is because she's sleep deprived, not eating, can't sleep and stressed out about her baby. And right? also photoshopped. And also yeah. photoshopped. And photoshopped. And that. Don't yeah. photoshopped. <laughs> Touche. So another really good thing to know is that the women, time maternity, all those types of things are not actually pregnant in those shoots. Yeah, which makes it tricky for people to actually relate to that, right? No. Yeah. Oh my God. You're joking me. I'm offended. 
<laughs> well, right? Have you ever noticed? Like, yes, some women do just grow in their tummies, and God bless them. But that was not me, mm-hmm. right? And so just that walking past those stores in the mall and thinking, well, that's not the way I look, yeah. mm-hmm. is just that another subtle way of saying that the way you're being pregnant is wrong. Ah, yeah. interesting. Interesting. Funny, because I always had body... Um, image issues. I've had them for many, many, many years. But when I was pregnant, I had never felt more beautiful. And believe me, I've had friends who have said that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. My thighs were more pregnant than my tummy was, but that's, I felt, I felt beautiful. I never, it was the first time I ever posed in underwear. So what, so what was that? Do you think, do you think it was hormones that made you feel like that? What would, what changed your thought process? I have no idea because I, I surely wasn't as beautiful as I thought I was going to be pregnant. Um, but I felt it. I, I don't know. I felt it. I felt confident. I didn't Growing care about my thighs. Maybe. I don't know. It just, it just was a shift. And I looked in the mirror and I was like, wow. Like I'm growing this just person for you. It wasn't belly. that people were complimenting nope. you constantly. It was nope. just you in your own mind. Yep. My jeans got tighter and tighter and tighter. And I, I just, I felt amazing. It was very bizarre. But maybe that's it. Is that you were confident in who you were, not how you looked. Maybe. Maybe because I did feel really good you growing were, a human. Well, like you were I felt in your element. That, that is what made, you were designed for, and that is what you wanted to be. Very interesting. Yeah. But mm. when did that change back, though? When did that change back? Yeah. Um, after having him, I actually um, ended up totally going back to my pre-pregnancy body, which was crazy because I worked out like five days a week before I got pregnant. Um, and about before I got married, which was when he was fourteen months old, I was totally back to my original size. Um, and then, and then as I got a little bit older and the years went by a little bit more in my late thirties, that's when my body started to change and and my metabolism changed and I got a little bit squishier. So, um, and that's when I was like, okay, I actually can see that I look heavier and I'm on camera a lot more now. And I think that just the reality of, okay, so it's a little bit curvier than it used to be. And, and so that started to get back into my head and, and then you think that you're not good enough and you're not pretty enough and you're not skinny enough and you're nothing enough. You end up being nothing enough. And, and in that, it just starts to play on your own mind. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Me, for myself, Lynette, growing up, never had body image issues in my teen years. I grew up in a home full of boys and I was just, I was always outside. I was always spending time with my dad and I didn't have a lot of girlfriends and I just didn't have body image issues and that went right into my twenties and I just, it was something I never struggled with, Mm -hmm. never struggled with my weight. Didn't have to think about it. Didn't even think about what I was eating. That's amazing. And now I've hit 30 and I'm about to get married Mm -hmm. and almost every morning I'm waking up going, wow, like I've never seen myself this way before. I look in the mirror and I'm like, I need, I need to do something. Interesting. And I'm panicking. So you know he chose you to marry you exactly as you are. I know. Yeah. And my in my mind I know that. Yeah. But and when I'm with him, I know that. But when I'm by myself, say I haven't even seen him for 2 days. Yeah. Suddenly I'm like I really need to start working out. Interesting. Like I need to do this now because my wedding's coming. But I feel like the whole wedding business does that to women. Yeah. There is such a crunch all of a sudden. Like I know girls that bought wedding dresses that were way too small for them yeah. because there's this weird innate desire to lose like a million pounds right before you get married. Like what is that? Yeah. I went I went wedding dress shopping. The dress I chose was two sizes too small on me. So I have this anxiety now as well because they ordered two sizes up. 
I actually don't know what the dress will look like on me. Interesting. You've got time. I know, but it's also in my mind, there's a seed planted that I did not fit that dress and they needed to buy two sizes up. And that's a big deal now. That is also the way that they sell you a dress and the way that they later sell you altering. Yeah. Mm. So that is actually a business strategy and has zero to do with yeah. you and your body. Yeah. Zero for Absolutely. real. I used yeah. to work in a bridal salon. Yeah. Absolutely. Always would say, just order it up. Not that we're intentionally thinking, oh, we're going to get this girl on alterations, but that really is where a lot of their money is made mm-hmm. is on alterations. That's, that's why they're house. so expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Like yeah. you don't spend enough money in those shops. Yeah. Well, exactly. Right. <laughs> right. But that, that is what it is. Yeah. So it's clearly impacted your decision making. Yeah. has nothing to and do with it. And it's consumerism. Yep. Again, mm-hmm. right? It's just the same thing as the magazines or walking past the maternity store. Yeah. There's, they're telling us we're doing it wrong. We're not even there yet. Yeah. Exactly. And they're not even telling you. They're showing you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think that plays a big difference yeah. is that it's not someone just coming up off the street or saying, oh, this is the way you need to be. But they're just planting it there subtly so that you're constantly seeing all this stuff and taking it on for yourself and distorting it in whatever way is most negative to to you, right? Which which might be different. Like The way that Kelsey and I see an image might be very different because of our own perspectives on who we are. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Totally. You'll see things like how many times have we pointed out two completely different things in an image, right? Oh, totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a perfect example. So how wow. do we change that? Like how do we... Again, yeah, we, coming back to that. Yeah, yeah. it's we, a million dollar question. It is a million dollar question. <laughs> we don't know! <laughs> yeah. um, we come together like this and yeah. we have open conversations that the struggle is real. Yeah, and being okay with that struggle and knowing that just because somebody looks as you're in your perfect... or. I guess, in your mind that they're perfect, Mm -hmm. is that they are struggling just as much as you. Mm -hmm. And I was saying this before, but in a magazine, so often we as women look at it and see all these perfected images of these beautiful women um, and think they've got it all together, they're in a magazine, but how many times has that girl in that magazine been told that she's not good enough? I can tell you a hundred times before she booked booked that job, And on set, she was constantly looked at, told what was wrong about her. And then when she opened the magazine, once it was printed, she's looking at an image that she knows is not her body because it's been so Photoshopped. I saw that on social media. Uh, I don't know if y'all watch Riverdale. (laughs) 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 Lily Reinhardt. Her and uh, her co-star there, they posted because the Filipino version of the cover that they did. Yeah. Um they had actually completely altered their waistlines. And so they posted like before and afters and they called them out on it and said, Hey, we're fine with the way we look. Why are you doing this? So like props to you, Lily Reinhardt. Who was the musician that pointed that out on her own CD cover? Oh, I think it was Megan Trainer. Yeah. 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 Where it was altered and she refused to use that image and she got some, some pretty negative feedback about the fact that she didn't want to use it from her own marketing. Those celebrities or those models That's another way that they're being told they're not good enough. Exactly. I can remember getting images back and I had so many people say, your legs look amazing. And I was like, they do, but they're not my legs. So that was just a subtle way of them telling me I was still not good enough because they had to change my image to put in that magazine. And so if we can get our minds wrapped around the fact that the women that we're seeing 
are feeling, are struggling just as much as we are. Or more. Or more. They're not perfect. Mm -hmm. We're not perfect. Mm -hmm. And so if we can come together as community somehow, how do we do that? That's the elusive question. Mm -hmm. But to realize we're all the same. We're all in this, this same boat of struggle. You're making me open my mind about something specific. What? So I went to, you know, Walmart with the fam the other day. And uh, I am a huge Barbie girl. I always have been. It's not that I ever, I was a total tomboy growing up, but I loved my Barbies. I loved being able to change their clothes and I loved to be able to build their houses, to be able to do it out of cardboard. Anyway, I go to, I go to Walmart with the boys and they have the two different size Barbies now. So they've got Kirby Barbie and they have regular Barbie. And my, my personal opinion about it this whole time when I am a curvy person yeah. is that I didn't think that those skinny quote unquote, um, Barbies were impacting my self-confidence. I still don't necessarily think that it was impacting my self-confidence, but I now can see for the first time ever that even though it didn't, I don't feel like it personally impacted me, that it could potentially impact somebody else to feel like they needed to look like that. I never made that connection as a child, but just because I didn't, you're, it's the exact same thing yeah. with having to Photoshop the legs. Like what? They're Photoshopping your legs. Like that just is crazy to me. I can, I can understand how they would even Photoshop skin if lighting made it look a little bit blotchy or whatever. Cause yeah. that can happen yeah. depending on whatever angle they have or lighting that they're using or finish that they're using. But this blew my mind just now thinking that even though it didn't impact me, how many kids is it impacting when they are thinking that? Because it's not... I wasn't impacted by society at the time, but society is so different now. Yeah. And so that, that's totally mind blowing to me. Yeah. Well, on, on social media, particularly with young girls, there is the, like the rates for suicide is way higher yeah. because of what they're constantly comparing themselves to yeah. and they can't get away from it ever. It's, it's not like, you know, you go to the store. Oh, okay. And, and then you see it on your phones. How many 10 year olds have phones now? Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. So they constantly are being bombarded with yeah. all of this false information, yeah. you know, what you should be. And, and I think debunking some of that, and maybe we can, we've already done some of that here, but just telling people what's actually real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and I know Raylene can really give us some insight into that, but even in the photography world, for me, when I realized that a lot of the models that are uh, getting the most work right now, they're 16 years old. Yep. Yes. They're not even full grown women. No. And they're, when we see them wear those clothes, that's what we're purchasing and it looks different on us. Yeah. Oh, totally. Totally. I am a huge online shopper. It's like my favorite pastime. Just look at a few things, put it in my cart, exit out, you know, so I don't feel guilty about it. <laughs> <laughs> but even I've noticed um, within the past year that a lot of the uh, model shots for the bigger companies are incorporating a lot of bigger women, which mm -hmm. I find yes. very satisfying because I'm a curvy person. Mm -hmm. So I don't care what it looks like on a size two model that's 5'9 exactly. or 5'10 yeah. and weighs 135 pounds, mm -hmm. right? You want to sell me on these big baggy pants? Well, show me on a big bum. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. thank you. Mm -hmm. yeah. Can I can I rebuke that just a little bit? <laughs> so I know somebody that struggles with the polar opposite of being too skinny. And feeling too skinny and in that feeling terribly uncomfortable in their own skin, even showing their arms and that sort of thing. So 
it, it goes both ways to anybody out there with any shape and size. There are people that struggle. And, and so you put on a pair of pants and you don't fit them. And I remember a a young girl that I actually went to school with when I fit, she was so skinny. She was stunningly beautiful, so skinny, but she hated being skinny. And she used to wear two pairs of sweatpants under her skinny jeans to try to make herself look curvier. And that went into adulthood for her. And it's just so funny where it's like, trying to shave off any, you know, (laughs) anything that I can so that I look slimmer and look at this. It's, it's the exact same struggle. It's just the opposite side. I had a friend who couldn't find a wedding dress because she was below a size zero. Just super narrow in the hip. She just couldn't find anything. Yeah. Yeah. So it goes, it goes both ways. And we want all of our listeners to know that, that we understand that it's, it's not just somebody that's got a curvier bump. Actually, Annette is a, is a perfect example of somebody that maybe wants a little more curve, right? So it's, right? It's, no, but it's, it's here and sorry yeah. to call you out yeah, like yeah. that, but, no, it's but it's, it's the truth and, yeah. and it's, we are not alone. We are not alone with these struggles, no yeah. matter what our shape and size is, no matter what our cup size is, no matter what our jean size is, mm-hmm. we are not alone. And yeah. I, I think to answer your question, what can we do differently? I think is just having open dialogue about it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. And being honest with ourselves and our friends and whatever, and, yeah, and yeah. stopping with this this need to mm-hmm. um, you know portray some something different. Exactly. Let's just accept just ourselves and yeah. and yeah. work on it every day. Absolutely, and that's why we're here. And I think that kind of gives us really good nutshell of why we're here. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yes. Nice so, chat, ladies. Yes. And keep keep coming back. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna have biweekly episodes. And uh, we're super excited. Yeah, we're going to dig into this some more. So to wrap this particular episode up, what is beautiful about you? Annette? Me? Yep. My smile. Awesome. You do have a beautiful smile. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. What's beautiful about you? Um, Kelsey. Hi, I'm Kelsey. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is hard for me. Um, I really like my eyes. Beautiful. You have beautiful, beautiful, bright blue eyes. You took mine, Kelsey. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can have the same one. Uh, does it have to be like no, features? No, it can be whatever you want it to be. I love my heart. Aww. I do. I just care. I just really care about people. <laughs> and I've been told before that was a bad thing, but I, I love it. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. What about mm-hmm. you, Nancy? Good question. Um, my soul. Okay, and well, I'm going to cry. Now we're getting like, we, we didn't understand the concept. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because of how I truly and genuinely and authentically want to, to, to carry myself and to make people feel, I feel like in that, the beauty comes from within for me. I feel like that spark in, in, in my soul is what, is what emanates. And that's, that's my most... Um, beautiful feature yeah yeah absolutely i'm panicking i am so panicking right now i love my hair today (laughs) you have pretty fabulous hair all the time (laughs) it just feels especially great today yeah that's awesome that's awesome see we all have something that's beautiful and even in this group if we are struggling to be able to say something that's beautiful about ourselves if we have to say what do we love i think i've got pretty good cheekbones that's for real. But like, even when it's hard for us to say, so how do we expect other people? So that's going to be our continuing conversation on our next episode. So there's your challenge. There's your challenge. Look in your mirror today yeah. and say something that's beautiful about you. You can go find us on Instagram 
absolutely at version underscore underscore bye.